a warm greeting to everyone watching, listening, however you're getting this. Just hey, hi, Dumelang, Sanbanan. Um, welcome to the first episode of the Wisdom Podcast. Um, it's truly amazing to be here. I uh, just want to say big shout out to Bootstrap Media. Yeah, we at their studios and yeah, we love the, what we have is a God connection. Like it's a, it's a, it's like, it's like we're covenant brothers. All right. Let me not preach before I preach. Let me not preach before I preach. So as you guys know that the Wisdom Podcast is there to help people find practical steps or principles that they could use to make their Christian journey effective and efficient. So for the first episode, I decided that I'm going to use a scripture that I think almost everyone knows the scripture. Like almost everyone knows this. I'm talking atheist. I'm talking agnostic. I'm talking even people who aren't Christians. They know this scripture. And I'm going I'm to I'm keep the anticipation because I'm, I'm sure now you're thinking, when, when are you getting to the scripture? I'll get there. Give me, and I'm going to take time, but I'll get there. So let me tell you the title of my sermon. I want to talk about the universal love language, okay? The universal love language. Now, what is a love language? A love language is a way that an individual is, is like how they prefer to be shown love. Now, a common factor amongst all love languages that exist is that they are there to sort out a specific need as it pertains to love, okay? So the reason you have a love language it's because you have a need to be loved in a specific way. So I want to talk about how the whole world has a need. And there's a love language that can sort out your need. It's a universal love. Literally, it, it is applicable to any. And if you are breathing, this love language is for you. Um, and... You guys should see me today as like, I'm your plug. I'm here to plug you to this love language. I, I noticed something interesting about people. They, they, they have a tendency to love knowing famous people. It's like, I know this famous individual. I know this famous individual. And I don't know how that helps. But today, I want to I wanna tell you guys about someone who can help you. Because I know them. And I want to give you an opportunity to know them as well. Before I continue, let me, let, me, let me just say this. This is important. The seriousness of words is dependent by who says them. And this is why one individual can tell you that they're coming at 10 o'clock and they actually come at 10 o'clock and you believe that they're coming at 10 o'clock. And another individual can say, I'm coming at 10 o'clock and you're preparing yourself for them coming at 12. Why? Because the other individual who comes at 12 ain't serious about his words. His character shows that we need not to take his words seriously. If I was to send you an SMS right now and say you've gotten 5 million, I've deposited 5 million in your bank account, you'd be very skeptical to believe me. But if the bank sent you an SMS and say that you've gotten, what, 5 million in your bank account, most probably you'd be jumping up. Why? Because their words carry more weight as compared to mine. So the individual who's talking in this particular scripture is one of the most influential individual that ever existed the most celebrated holiday in the world is christmas and easter our calendar revolves around this particular individual this particular individual 
Oh, by the way, I got people here. I got people. I'm, I'm going to look at them here and there just so they can give me an amen. I hope, I hope that's cool. Amen, guys? Amen. Yeah, shout out to you. Thanks, y'all. Thank, thank, thank you guys for coming. All right, cool. So this particular individual says these words in the scripture. John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world. I'm going to say that one more time. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, due to time, I'm not going to go into detail on everything, but I'm going to just highlight specific things. The Bible says, for God so loved the world, not just the church people, not just the people you like. No, he loved the world. He loved the people you hated. He loved the world. And I was sitting down and I was trying to figure out why would you love the world? Like, why would you love the, have you seen the world? Like, why would you love the world? And I was reminded of a story, um, you know, so we were sitting with the gents one day and what had happened was we were giving our friend some advice. We were like, listen, bro, that girl, mm, danger, don't go, don't go to, don't go to her, you know? And we were trying to give him advice to be like, refrain yourself from that particular individual. And he said a statement which really, really mocked me. And he said it in, he said it in Zulu. And I'm going to say it in Zulu and then I'll translate it. He said, Gents, in Tiziyo, I Now, the direct translation is, you do not dish out for the heart. Okay? Now, in English, this is how they would put it. The heart wants what it wants. And that's exactly how God feels when he looks at you. When, when you look at yourself, you, you can't find any reason why you are lovable. But God looks at you and says, the heart wants what it wants. And because he loved you so much, he said, I'd rather take down the cross. Just In fact, he kept thinking, I'm going to say this a lot. He kept thinking about you so that he can stay on the cross. Why? Because the heart wants what if even the angels are trying to figure out what's happening. The angels ask, what is man that you are so mindful of? The heart wants what it wants. So, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him. I'm going to stick to this word believe because I think people aren't necessarily aware of what that means. There's a difference between believing something and knowing something. When you know something, you are just aware of it. But when you believe something, you are convinced of it. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. When you, when you believe something, you are convinced of it. And here's what I want you to take note. The gap between knowledge and conviction is a decision that one takes. So you make the decision to say, I'm convinced that this is the case. Huh. All right. So now the question becomes, what exactly should we be believing? Like, what, what, what are we believing in exactly? And here's, 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 here's something I want you to take note. The Bible says that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You are believing in the fact that Jesus is an enough gift to save the world. I'm going to say it one more time. You are believing in the fact that Jesus is an enough gift to save the world. So if you think Jesus plus other things, technically the scripture doesn't apply to you. 
when you think Jesus needs an addition, technically the scripture doesn't apply to you. Because according to this scripture, the only gift that can save the world is the gift that God gave humanity, which is Jesus, which is who you're supposed to be believing in. <sighs> I'm enjoying this. Okay, so let me say my last point and then I'm done. And that is the last phrase, which is, they shall not perish, but they shall have eternal life. Um, for the longest time, people used to think, myself included, that eternal life means to live forever. And although that is right, but it's technically not the whole story, or it's not complete, because from a philosophical perspective, technically eternal life is like transcending time, where you're like above time. In fact, that's what Christianity is all about, where you are living with a God who is above, you are in a relationship with a God who is above, time and I'm going to get to these things a little bit later on in my channel but this is why you see things in the scripture like eyes have not seen ears have not heard nor has it entered into the mind of man that which the things have that that the plans that God has in store for his people why because those things exist in the eternal realm we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that a little bit later on what I want to point out is that to be living in eternity to have eternity it means, as Jesus says in John 17, verse 3, it is to know God as the only true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. Now, this is this is not, I know tomorrow's Wednesday or I know tomorrow's Thursday. No, no, no. This is a deep knowing. This is a relationship. This is a this is a you involving him in every decision. This is whew, this is you moving with him on everything. And if we knew the cost of you getting eternal life, we would appreciate prayer more because prayer is a privilege. Someone had to die for you to talk to God. Ooh. Someone had to die for you to talk to God. Prayer is a privilege. Relationship with God is a privilege. Listen, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you're listening to this podcast, Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to simply say this prayer with me. Say, Father, I thank you that today I get an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my Savior. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord and that you have raised him from the dead. I thank you that my sins are forgiven. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen, if you've said this prayer, like, there's a whole party right now in heaven because of you say, like, the whole heaven, like, the whole heaven is, is celebrating because of the prayer you've just made. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to type out in the comment section like find a way to reach us whether you're sending us your like you're emailing us do whatever it takes because we want to help you grow in this christian journey i love you